coming up on 5-Minute News. UK's Johnson seeks December 12th election to break Brexit impasse. Trump's Republican allies push ahead with anti-impeachment drive. And hundreds flee Northern California wildfire amid blackouts. It's Thursday, October 24. I'm Anthony Davis. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has finally abandoned his promise of an October Brexit and pinned his hopes on a December election, two days after lawmakers stymied Johnson's latest attempt to pass his European Union divorce deal. He said today that the only way to break Britain's Brexit impasse was a general election. Johnson said he would ask MPs to vote on Monday on a motion calling for a national poll for December 12th. To hold an election, Johnson must win a vote by a two-thirds majority among MPs. That looked like a tough task, with the main opposition Labour Party saying it would only back an election once the risk of Britain crashing out the EU on October 31st, its scheduled departure date, had been removed. Parliament has already dealt Johnson a series of setbacks and derailed his promise to take Britain out of the EU by the end of the month, come what may. The most recent blow came on Tuesday when lawmakers blocked Boris Johnson's attempt to fast-track the EU divorce bill through Parliament in a matter of days, saying they needed more time to scrutinise the legislation. European Council President Donald Tusk has recommended that the other 27 EU nations grant Britain a delay, yet many of the bloc's members are wary and frustrated at Britain's interminable Brexit melodrama. Meanwhile, UK police and politicians have sounded alarms about what could happen in Northern Ireland under Johnson's proposed Brexit deal, with the region's police chief warning that a badly handled divorce from the European Union could bring violence back onto the streets. The White House reportedly sent a letter to the lawyer of Laura Cooper, the Pentagon official overseeing Ukraine, a day before she testified in the House Democrats' impeachment inquiry. According to the letter obtained by the New York Times, the Deputy Secretary of Defence, David L. Norquist, informed Cooper's lawyer she was not obliged to comply with a congressional subpoena because of the Trump administration's view that the inquiry has not been officially authorised. Cooper obviously decided to go ahead with her testimony anyway, following in the footsteps of several State Department officials who have similarly chosen to comply with their congressional subpoenas. Republicans continued to press their effort to discredit the Democratic-led impeachment inquiry against Donald Trump today with plans for a Senate resolution calling it illegitimate, while the White House lauded lawmakers who stormed into a high-security room and attempted to interrupt testimony yesterday. Many Republicans have sought to attack the legitimacy of the impeachment probe and have complained about depositions being given behind closed doors. The US Constitution, however, gives the House wide latitude in how to handle impeachment. Chuck Schumer, the top Senate Democrat, accused Trump and his Republican congressional allies of hypocrisy for demanding that impeachment proceedings be done in public, even as the administration withholds subpoenaed documents and tries to block testimony to House investigators. 
Democrats controlling the impeachment inquiry have said they will hold public hearings in the coming weeks and were permitted to hold initial closed-door testimonies to protect witness statements from outside interference. They hope to complete the inquiry by the end of the year and are coalescing around two articles of impeachment, abuse of power and obstruction. Hundreds of people were forced to flee Northern California wine country earlier today as a wildfire exploded in size, fueled by dangerous winds that prompted utilities throughout the state to impose electrical blackouts to prevent fires. Authorities ordered the entire community of Gaysaville to evacuate after the fire in Sonoma County wine region north of San Francisco when it grew to more than 15 square miles. The town has about 900 residents and is a popular stop for wine country tourists. The blaze started around 9.30pm last night. The cause was not yet known, but strong dry winds with gusts of up to 70 miles an hour have affected much of the state, including that area. There were no immediate reports of any injuries. The state's largest electricity utility, Pacific Gas and Electric, announced yesterday it would begin rolling power outages lasting for 48 hours in parts of Northern California in anticipation of strong winds that could knock branches into power lines or topple them, sparking wildfires. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your favourite podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Follow us on Twitter at 5MinNews. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.